I love the colourful clothes you wear and the way the sunlight plays upon your hair, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller and he's Jim Campbell. Hello. He's Luke Moore. All right. And he always gives us excitations. It's Pete Donaldson. Germany calling. Can you hear me? Hello. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, everybody. <laughs> Footballs have been happening. Yeah, and they're have. going to happen on the weekend. Don't like modify the catchphrase this early <laughs> on. The accidental yeah. catchphrase. It's already too long for a hashtag. We established that. Now you've got footballs have been happening. Yeah. Stop trying to catch my catchphrases. <laughs> um, Crystal Palace are at home to Leicester City. Mm. Aladici won. Wenger nil is a chapter in his autobiography. It will be. <laughs> oh, it already it's is. Surely yeah. it already is. It though. is, yeah. It okay, is. Right. Um, perhaps he should update that to 3-0, Jim. I mean, what a win at home for Arsenal. Crystal Palace got. Mm. My goodness, Jim, the resident Arsenal fan that you are must be fuming. I'm just bored now. Um, is, it, <laughs> is it that weird? Is it that weird a result when you look at the context of how terrible Oh, come Arsenal on, Jim. Are? Arsenal are going for Champions League places. They've been beaten by a side, which yeah, were relegation fodder only a few weeks ago. Fourth away loss in a row, though. So, You've I accepted mean, it, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the players. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I just to, don't want to give Sam anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, he got three points there, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, and former Palace man Sasa Churchich uh, was dancing in so, front of the home yeah, faithful. I, so when when giving we, it I, plenty. I watched this at home, and I was watching it with my wife. He does nothing about football, mm. right? And uh, you see the Palace fan, the Palace players celebrating at the end of the game. Yeah. On Monday night, uh, which is what you're referring to, mm-hmm. and then. No word of a lie, Sasa Churchill jumped onto the pitch, bald head, yep. palace mm. shirt on, mm-hmm. dancing around. And Mimi, my wife, said, who's this? Who's that on, on the TV? And I said, oh, it's just some fan. Don't worry. Yeah. He, he jumped onto the pitch. Don't yeah. worry. Just don't look directly at him. Yeah. Yeah. She, she said, oh, is he allowed to do that? And I said, no, he'll definitely be ba- he'll get banned for that now. <laughs> he'll get so rugby tackled. Two hours later, I'll check social media. It's Sasser Churchill. Well, so, <laughs> and I'll try to explain to my wife who Sasser Churchill was. No point. Which is hard. No yeah. Yeah. Even if he a walked in now. A Serbian man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he walked in now, having looked at pictures of him today, I don't think I'd recognise him. No. He well, just he doesn't look, look like the Sasser Churchill I remember. He was quite a drawn kind of thin character when he was playing, wasn't he? And bearing in mind, I think he only played for Ballast like two. Years or something. I don't know if it was even that. <laughs> no, I don't know it's out there. He'd get in the current Arsenal team. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. I only played for him two. How many, how many years did Celez play for Newcastle? Yeah, he's a ledge, isn't he? Oh, oh, he's not like on the pitch. He's like Village at West Ham. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All time club legend. <laughs> he's Never one of our own. Yeah. He's, well, he was, uh, Churchich was on the pitch at half time being interviewed, and he obviously yeah. thought, oh, I've got access all there, isn't it? I've got a taste gonna, for it now. I'm going to make the most of this. <laughs> he's probably still there. There's a great video of him at a plate and he's mounted part of the pavement with his car and he's got some techno blaring about and he's just dancing around on top of his Mercedes dancing around in front of it as well and on people, top of his Mercedes yeah and he's, he's putting big old divots in the top yeah. he's, he, I don't think he was well for a bit, a bit oh, of a while yeah, but I mean is. he was having a lovely time and everyone was loving him a poor tent yeah. <laughs> for that, uh, look I can't drive a pee tent yeah. <laughs> not driving won't stop you we all know that uh, yeah. but also that gives the impression that Churchich might have done that if Palace had lost as well yeah. a man just likes oh, yeah, to yeah. move I think he would have done I think he absolutely would have done I think they should wants to move <laughs> I think they should uh, implement that at home games if they win Churchich dance on the pitch because yeah. I can remember yeah. as I'm sure you all do um, John Pantsill at Fulham when, yeah. when yeah. Fulham he used to do the, the lap, lap of mm, cottage, which, was, which was wonderful well I mean they, yeah. all, they, they talk about Jembo when um, 
Arsenal moved into the Emirates. They yes. had to have a big old Arsenalification of the uh, Emirates mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they had like uh, the Tony Adams uh, statue and the Terry Henry statue installed, and they had the clock. That took had, a little like, while, though. Yeah, but and, and they had that Still big part banner on the it? side. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Whenever a club uh, joins a new stadium, for example, mm-hmm. if Crystal Palace wanted to move yeah. and, and move into a new stadium, you should have Sasser a church at Sasser Churchage. Mm, or any yeah. of the clubs he's played for. Well, it, maybe every club should have a sort of a dancer. Everyone gets an ex legend <laughs> that becomes like a Bez sort like of figure. A Bez yeah. 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 What about if, like, if Crystal Palace moved into a new stadium and every stand was called the Sasser Churchill stand? <laughs> there would be parties all over the place, yeah, mate. Yeah, would be. Glad all over we would be. But, but on this game... The, the Holy Church, it could it be would called be. or something. It would yeah. be. They, um, obviously, Palace are entertaining Leicester this weekend. Yes. Uh, what a difference a few weeks makes, yeah. I think. I mean, four or five weeks, you say. Well, what a difference a Mamadou Sacco makes. Oh, magnificent. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know that... Um, <laughs> you turned into Barry Davis then. You were so happy. It, it He's absolutely magnificent. Uh, do you know why? Because I'm still... <laughs> Despite everything else, I still love a great centre back performance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Jamie Carragher's absolutely eviscerated Arsenal already, so we don't need to do that. Uh, but Sacco <laughs> Thank you. would have walked into that Arsenal defensive line on that night because because he absolutely loves just doing the basic defending. Mm. He just loves doing it. And, and there was a couple of occasions in the Arsenal game where he sort of got drugged out of position, he had to do something on the ball, and you thought, hmm. Not yeah. sure about this. And yep. he thought, mm. yep. that, but when you get him back between the, between the, mm-hmm. um, the, the the edges of the penalty area, down the middle of the pitch, he'll eat stuff up all day. If you put if you put him in there on a Monday night game to eat up balls, to kick away, to, to clearance, to make tackles, he will do it till Thursday night. Absolutely yeah. right. Without stopping, he doesn't want half time. He doesn't need it. He absolutely loves it, and he has been a revel- absolute revelation. Yeah. Since his debut, uh, Palace have kept four clean sheets and won five games out of six. Amazing. What, what a contrast to the previous defensive yeah. performance. Yeah. They, I mean, put on, they put on 15 points. Since it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And, and what you were just saying there goes back to something that I think it was Jim said in a previous podcast about that's the type of defending maybe he quite likes doing. Yeah. He's got a busy, isn't he? Yeah, he's not going to... I mean, we spoke about being at uh, the Madrid derby and how the defenders like Ramos and, and so on and so forth like to get the ball and play out from the back and blah, blah, blah. There is a lot of different ways um, to defend in a football match. And and that's a very valid way, especially for a side like Crystal Palace. At Liverpool, it's slightly different, but still, it's it's well, it's got its worth. Well, what you're talking about? You're, talk, you're right. You're talking about skill sets. We talk about it in the context of goalkeepers. Mm. We talk about it in terms of defending. You know, if you look at how Barcelona, I mean, it's probably a poor example because of the result last night. But a team who likes to dominate possession has been successful doing so. Mm-hmm. The defending they're required to do is more concentration, making yeah. the right decision, mm-hmm. knowing who's around, who you to pass also the ball. being with. comfortable on the ball. And, and Yeah, absolutely. And if you, someone like Saka, who was then moved up to a, to a team like Liverpool, maybe didn't really suit him that well. Muck and bullet stuff, there are some defenders <laughs> who are much better at doing absolutely. that. Yeah, Barcelona aren't going to sign Saka. But you know, at the same time, for Palace, he's absolutely fantastic. He's different levels, yeah. different styles of play. Different style of play. I mean, if, you, if you've got the defender who likes to be on the front foot, then the, uh, playing for a palace might be better. As if you if you if, if one de- defender prefers to play on the back foot, the, you know you're constantly turning because you're you're pushing the team up the pitch and the teams play against you on the counter. It's a different style of defending. Absolutely. I mean, Sergio Ramos wants to pass the ball out. Mamadou Sacco wants to destroy the ball. Yeah, he doesn't just want it. burst it. With He's the thinking, do we really need a ball? Let's get rid of the <laughs> yeah, ball altogether. Because Let's burst all of them so I can stop this. If we don't have a ball, we can't concede. Mm. <laughs> but but at Liverpool, his attitude was questioned by Jurgen Klopp. He, he had to yeah. train with the under twenty threes. Obviously, he's been loaned out now. Um, there was that all that sort of business. His thirty day suspension for a failed drug search which was later rescinded. Now that necessarily is not about his attitude, but that's about how he coming. He, he came over some. Um, well, some some hardships some problems and, and hardships. And, and do, do, you, do you think that like working within the confines of a slightly smaller club suits some players? Oh, definitely. Because if yeah. you're if you're in charge of Liverpool, there's 
so much going on. Yeah. You can't concentrate on one particular uh, ego or uh, training needs, mm. maybe. Uh, but at Palace, and with someone who, with a manager who's a little bit more defensively minded than uh, Pardew, for example, um, you, you're going to get the best out of that. I also think if, if you're a player at a club like Liverpool and you're not a big name player, and the, the organisation is so big mm. that it's almost like if you go when you go to university, if mm. you go to a massive university, you're just almost completely anonymous. I yeah. know they're not anonymous because they're yeah. players, but there's not as much of a personal touch. You were I'm, never anonymous at university. No, I wasn't. Well, no, we, we, we went to a very surrounded. small one. That's I, didn't, I didn't even get the qualifications to go to a good university. So <laughs> much like everyone else. <laughs> That'll teach you. But, uh, and I include Sam the cameraman in that. Maybe it just suits his personality better. I'm reading the, uh, the latest Angelotti book at the moment. He talks a lot about culture and about how different some, some clubs are like a family, some clubs are like a, a core Corporation. It just mm. depends. Mm. But the, the, the big going back to the game at the weekend, the big problem for Palace is I think they've only got one fully fit forward. So I mean, Saka will play, and obviously they'll probably be quite robust defensively at home again. But I think Benteke is the only fit forward they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, Wickham's out, Campbell's out, Remy, Remy's out as well, I think. They've also got Dan and Tompkins and Van Aanholt out, I think, mm. as well. So given to put that in context, that makes the result against Arsenal yeah. you know, even even more well, impressive. Well, you, can, you can play but, it on the brick, can't you, when you've got quick players like Townsend. And, that's right. Mm. So exactly. you don't necessarily need to front-load it too much. And Leicester might be absolutely fun- knackered by Ale- because the Atletico game. Quite, well. yeah. It's a huge disadvantage for them going into this game in particular. But Benteke's in great form, isn't he? He's, he's starting to look like the player that you know they, they, they would, hoped he would be. It's, so, you know, it's been a confusing and difficult season for Palace, but they really... It's just big Sam at it again, isn't he? He's just... He's, he's just his model is working again. It's like a sort of it's like a sort of IKEA flat pack style of, 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 <laughs> yeah. of management. It takes you a while to assemble it. Once mm. it's done, it's yeah, never let exactly down. for about yeah, yeah, year and a half. Exactly. What, do you know Perfect. what? It's interesting reading about Allardyce's model, as you uh, say there, Jim. That uh, he, he saw that there was a swashbuckling attitude at Crystal Palace when they entered games, which is why they they scored a few, especially for for a club down that end of the table. Um, but they also conceded a lot, Peter. And, and, mm. and obviously, you uh, have supported a club that Pardew was in charge of. You know exactly what they're talking about. Um, uh, more swash than buckle. Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for some sort of comment there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might come, but. Um, uh, Allardyce and Samuel Lee, they came in and they made, they've made they made Palace a bit more streetwise and they've also motivated them as well and and reports say that Samuel Lee picked out Andrew Townsend for not training as hard as he did for England they picked out a few players and when I start reading about Allardyce and, and Samuel Lee at Palace a part of me did think it's such a shame what happened with Allardyce in, in that restaurant yeah. because actually I, I, and I think he'll be playing Arsenal at some point, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I, th- I actually think that Allardyce might get another crack at the at the England throne. No, no way! I think he might do in a few years. In a few years, I think. Why is that? The FA won't go back on that sort of thing. Never. I, I have to say I agree. And, right. and he's getting on. Well, Leicester are sixteen to five with Bet three six five to win this one. So ten pound returns forty two pounding. £42, I should say, including the stake, <laughs> should they grab all three points. I mean, they've got a big game uh, midweek, and um, they've got Wes Morgan out as well, I think. Um, so yeah. it's a tough ask for them. You, but you, you mess it up because you think about steak. I was. You I'm start always, salivating. Yeah. If, you don't, if, you get, if you get me to say steak, <laughs> we'll become unfocused. It's like That's me right, and yeah. Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, the, the crazy thing about Leicester is, could finish about eighth. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Could finish eighth. That's, That's right. Really yeah. At the start of the season, I said bottom half of the term, and I thought... I might even be missing out on this because they might get relegated. Now I'm yeah. missing out because they might be in the top half of the table. Oh, Peter. Oh, we should say, it's not all about you. It is about me. We should say that at the time of recording, Leicester haven't played Atletico Madrid because mm. we're recording day earlier. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so they, they might be riding high off yeah. a wonderful win at the Vincenzo Calderon <laughs> or they might be uh, think... tail between their legs and looking to take some kind of anger out on Crystal Palace. It's a lovely stadium name. That, yeah, yeah it is and they're also, I mean, they're going to get yeah. a run around. They're going to be run to the ground <laughs> yeah, by Atletico. Yeah. You'd think. Um, <laughs> 
but e- Spurs- even if they win, they'll, they'll yeah. be knackered. <laughs> That's right, Jim. Spurs are hosting uh, Bournemouth. Uh, Spurs can cut the deficit to four points as Chelsea go away to Manchester United on the Sunday. Mm. Uh, Harry Redknapp has said that Spurs will win the league in the next two years. Thanks, Harry. Next yep. two years, <laughs> big predictions from old Redders. Well, is I mean, he that- sort of saying that he laid the foundation slash bedrock slash sharp sand for this particular he's open for a Gerard Houlet S medal <laughs> yeah. he, for he and Tim Sherwood yeah. I'd be, I'd be uh, interested to know if any other team in the top divisions in Europe I mean I'm sure there are one or two have got a good home record at Spurs I mean their home record is fantastic mm. you can't see I mean you can't see Bournemouth getting anything at Spurs I mean I know that the, 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 the sort of statistics would say that at some point they're probably going to lose a home game but mm. it wouldn't necessarily be this season I, I can't see them losing to Arsenal at home no, so, yeah, God. Um, um, but um, Bournemouth at home is a pretty, pretty easy game, dare I say it. Um, and again, they'll put the pressure on Chelsea because they play on Sunday, right? But I think, again, I've said this a hundred times, if Chelsea go away to Man United and win, it, it's done. Yeah. Well, put, put your clothes on, it's all over. Yeah, well, Spurs, <laughs> they, they were they were un, well, they were unlucky, if you know what I mean, that Man City never got a point at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a big one for them, and that didn't happen. This is the big one, surely, this weekend. Yeah. Spurs have got a very winnable game at home, mm. and, uh, and Chelsea have got to go away to Manchester United. And yeah. as you say... That, that Spurs can put a little bit of pressure because they play yeah. the day before. Jim, are you are you worried about Tottenham? Um, no, I interpret mean, that how you will. Not not this season. Certainly, I, I do think Chelsea will win it, and then I can just put my fingers in the ear in my ears for the summer and uh, <laughs> see what happens come uh, come next August. But I, th- I think Spurs are in a strange situation at the moment, where because you know it's unlikely but not impossible that they'll win the league. I, I don't. Th- it's like there's not much pressure on them. Now they respond to pressure really, really well. Anyway, they don't seem phased by absolutely anything. But it's you know it's not as if they're you know it's not as if the real sort of tense kind of real real difficult pressure of like being in a title title race and it you know any any drop point being an absolute disaster is on them because they're just far enough that they no can keep going on. Yeah, I know, of, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, they're improving year on year. Uh, it's just unfortunate Chelsea have had a massive improvement this season. It's hard to see what more Spurs can do. Really, they're probably going to end the season with you know well over seventy five points. Um, probably, they're probably going to get around eighty points at least. You'd think um, that's what they're on. They're on, I mean, they're on sixty eight now. Um, they just got to keep winning. They just got to keep doing mm. their thing. The form team in the Premier League. I know they've got a couple of injuries. I know Harry Winks is injured now, and he's been an important player for them coming on late on the games. And Danny Rose is still out, but they've got you know players who can come in and do. And do I've heard work. big things for Harry Winks in the future. Yeah, I think so. There's certain Spurs fans have. There's not some sort of crystal ball I've been looking at, but Spurs fans really are uh, quite excited about old Winksy. He's good. He's, good. he's neat and tidy. Good he's, name. he's got a good competitive sort of edge to him. I think he's he's going to improve a great deal. And yeah, some of the players that, that have come on leaps and bounds under Pochettino, if they can keep Pochettino at the club, it's big big things are gone, as they mm. say. Yeah, he'll, I be, think he'll he... be a target though, won't he? Oh, big, but they all for, will be. They the all will ones. be. That's the problem. They all will be. And that's why they need to move into the new stadium, establish themselves as, as, as a Champions League club. Stay away from the lasagna. They're in London. Yeah, quite. They're in London. <laughs> so there's no reason if yeah. they're an established Champions League club with a yeah. new stadium in London. No reason, apart from you know the very, very big clubs like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Man United. They can they can attract pretty much anyone. I'm not uh, thinking of the manager going though. That's the thing. I mean, he's been yeah. so important. But I think he wants to build a project there, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's he's pretty much said as much as that. And a lot of those players, you know, you look at Deli Ali and, and Harry Kane in particular. They they're very settled there. You know, they, they want to be there. Did you see Deli Ali's birthday cake? Yeah. I mentioned on Monday that it was his birthday, his 21st birthday on Tuesday, mm-hmm. I think. Certainly this week, yep. he had a birthday cake and he, and he, it was hilarious because all the newspapers and all the tabloid uh, websites picked up the fact that he couldn't blow the candles out properly. You've been ah. there, Pete Nelson. 
I've been what? What to his house? No, you haven't. Well, not officially. I've been outside. You <laughs> lie, <laughs> lie through his bins. Yeah, you've been there when fire is is happening in front of you. You've tried to blow it out and it's not <laughs> gone out. <laughs> and you've panicked. When was the last time you had a candle on your birthday cake? Arsonists always return at the scene of the crime. That's all I'm saying. Is that right? Yeah. Is that oh, why? Okay. Uh, if if there's ever a, a fire, um, the, the police are trained to scan the crowd. One of the yeah. first things Pete said to me um, was to catch a criminal. You first must become one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you, you like be, to go back and look at your handiework? Is I that think what that's saying? what it is. To catch Deli Ali, I have to become Deli Ali. <laughs> right. I'm not really sure how that's going to manifest itself. That's why I'm wearing the full kit. You'd have to get about 15 years younger first. <laughs> yeah. That's the big problem. Um, I can do a handshake. <laughs> while, while we're on Bournemouth, can we, can we have a little, little bit of appreciation for Josh King? He's got 10 goals in 2017. Do you think, do you think Bournemouth will hang on to him next season? Goal, 13 goals in the Premier League this Jim, season, I think, yeah. do you think Bournemouth are going to hang on to him? Well, I think, they're gonna, I think they might struggle, you know. I think he might, he might get a, a move to a bigger club with all, all due respect to Bournemouth because you know, that, that's an impressive record. He look, he's in really, really good form at the moment. He looks like he just suits the league very well yeah, yeah Bournemouth, I mean, he's got, he's got enough, year, enough years left in him for sure Bournemouth finished 16th on, on 42 points last season and I think they're on 35 points um, this they season are, yeah. they have winnable games left to better that this season but Eddie Howe keeping Bournemouth up for the, in the first season and they look like that they're going to they're going to stay up this season I mean they're 7 points off, off relegation but they, they do look pretty comfortable mm. yeah, as as comfortable as they can but why don't you I say that though if they lose that game and then a few results go their way but I would expect them to stay up if Howe keeps them in the division for two seasons in a row that is that's fantastic yeah mm. Well, I, I mean, absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just silence. You, you're stunned into silence. <laughs> no, I thought, yeah, I thought, do you know what I thought? That's a well-rounded point. Well made. Thank you. I'm not going to make any further addition to that because I was breathe. just cheaping it. Yeah. And now I have done, so up yours. You were thinking to yourself, I've talked about Deli Alley's birthday. How can I talk about Nathaniel Klein's birthday? The re- well, the reason... Yeah, quite. Did you see that? Yeah, I, did, I, I saw the... Uh, Sturridge the with, his, yeah, with yeah. his gold grills. Yeah. I, I, saw, I saw a really funny quote from Daniel Sturridge. Uh, it was either on... I can't remember what it was on, but it, someone... Put the camera to him, or put a microphone to him, or I read it, or something like that. And he just said, uh, "He just said, uh, man's is out here.'" He, he said, <laughs> I, I, he said I, "Man's is out here." I don't know what it means. I man's is out here. Yeah. Well, I'm out here. D- yeah. Does it mean I'm available, but I'm not being picked? Not Please sure. pick man. <laughs> not sure, not sure. Man's wants to play. But um, to go back to Bournemouth. The reason they won't get relegated is because they're playing Middlesbrough, Sunderland, and Burnley, <laughs> and Burnley at home. I oh, said they're running, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, I said oh. they had winnable games. Yeah, they do. You can you can almost take those ones off. Yeah, just do, save all the bother, save all the blooming logistics. Yeah. Three nil, just do it. Yeah, take take a three nil. Yeah, yeah that's if one fine, of those yeah. is on like the bank holiday Monday. The players be going. So do we? We have to play this, right? David, do we or that, do we get it off? David Moyes' son learned take a three nil defeat, and David Moyes will happily still do the post match interview. Going, do you know what? I'm pleased with the last today. Yeah. Uh, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to Spurs, they're now nine to one with Bet three six five to win the title. So to turn it around, so ten pound or return a hundred pound, including stake. It's an interesting one. I'd, I'd love it if by the end of the weekend it was down at four points. Would it be more of an achievement for them to do it uh, compared to what Leicester did last season from this point of no. in the season? Well, all right, so, all right yeah. so ten ten games to go and they're in the home straight. No, Leicester's... It's incomparable. Yeah. Incomparable. Yeah. incomparable. Yeah. Yeah. I want to parable it. Well, <laughs> you can do that in the break because after the break you're going to read some emails, we're going to talk more Premier League and we're going to tell everyone about our live show on the 27th of May at Hackney Empire. All right then. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble.
Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. I bet you're wondering what could happen in this break. <laughs> well, and before we go to emails with PED, let's talk about briefly our live show on the 27th of May at Hackney Empire. Luke, this is going to be the big one. Mm. Yeah, tickets are now on sale. You can go to the Hackney Empire website to pick them up for the, the show, as Marcus says, on Saturday the 27th of May. Or you can check our social media feeds uh, for all that info uh, and, to, and to get our tickets while you still can. Um, do move quickly. I, what I did is I, I checked out, um, we did a tour late last year to support our, our book. And um, the Sea Tickets website um, allows users to give reviews mm. of the live show. No, don't no, read them. Out. <laughs> don't read them out. <laughs> we got, got, got five reviews. Okay, I'm not, right, not going to okay. read them all. I'm not going to read them all. Yeah. Um, it, it was well reviewed, but that's not the point. Some, <laughs> some, some of the uh, the comments are amazing. Right. This one is particularly my favourite from from John O'Elliot. He says, uh, "All four of the fellows were on good form, great sports, and hang about afterwards to speak with anyone that could be bothered." <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know if he was bothered. I talked to a lot of lads who accidentally set fire to uh, Marcus's court. So yeah. apologies to that. Okay, but Marcus, we were. I don't even noticed. No. I wondered what that was. An <laughs> arsonist always returns to the scene of the, the court. I genuinely wondered no, what did, that did, was. Did you? Did, yeah. Was it actually? Uh, I they were tell you. tickets. They weren't. No, they're going to return. Tossers. Um, <laughs> Absolutely you will thick. not be amused. Yeah, you, you can You'll use the money amused. from their tickets to buy a new coat, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, if someone... I wonder what the hell that was. That was... really annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> this is about as genuinely annoyed as Marcus has ever been on the podcast. What, how am I not going to get annoyed well, at that? He, he, you they, do scorched, it again? they scorched it by accident. They didn't mean to do it. They weren't sort of going, ha, I'm going to burn Let's this Let's do some arson. That would be mad. So if... they went up to the... Oh, anyway. Let's... <laughs> In this live show, mate, if someone comes up on stage and sets Pete on fire... I'll give mm-hmm. them their money back. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. There you I've, got, I've got this one other quote from, from a guy called Sputnik who says, um, <laughs> uh, one of the questions on the, on the review thing is, who or what would you say this is event best for? Oh, Humans and dogs. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Favourite moment, Peter. You just put Peter. It's exactly. Yeah. I was on farm, that's why. Yeah. Well, there, there was I a was moment. Drunk, that's why. You had a moment. And he was like, that was, there's Peter there. <laughs> um, We've got and, loads of stuff planned though for the show. It's going to be fun. Yeah, Pete, we still got to talk about that. you've been told consistently over the years that you do not plan anything without the consent of the rest of us I've bought costumes okay Okay. Okay, one one on your head be that loss of costumes one of your most most recent ideas was so shocking to me (laughs) that I had to remove myself from the theatre of conflict the whatsapp group and think about it (laughs) your idea for the finale of the show I remember thinking to myself that uh, that is that is that's against like some EU law, yeah. and it'll still Oi. be against British law. Post Brexit, mate. Do you think yeah. that's why we left? Wild West. Everyone's yeah. like, we want the end. We want the climax of the show that Pete promised us that yeah. the EU wouldn't have. Donald, lo- Donald's lobbying in the shadows of, uh, of the politicians <laughs> of this country. Anyway, oh, yes, yeah, so get your tickets Saturday, twenty seventh of May at Hackney Empire in London. Um, your tickets are available now. They're going to sell, so just get them as quick as you can. There we are. Right, Len PTD. Have right. you got some emails for us? Come on, get your emails right, out for then. the lads. All right, and chap, let me just scroll past the uh, the, the rustiness, the grot. <laughs> on my phone. It's uh, always the same time every show. Right. Yeah. It's always the same. Well, the problem is, I printed it out with some new printer ink I bought. Yeah, and then I forgot to bring the sheet, didn't I? So right. I again, what, no I mean, what, what did I say to him when we sat down and before the mic's on? Went, have you got your emails ready? Yeah, I've got yeah. my emails ready, but it's on my phone. So I got to unlock my phone. And it's on flight mode, so I've got to load that in. Well, then um, they're not ready, are they? Marcus, mm-hmm. it's an improvement on a week and a half ago <laughs> when he hadn't even got them out of his bag. He hadn't even got them out of his bag. <laughs> Halfway right. through the show, bag still closed. Yeah. 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 It's all right. Yeah. Right. Fine. 
Read and if the you want that level of organisation, come and see us at the Hackney Empire. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, Ramblers, Martin Max says, uh, on Monday's show, the retirement of The Undertaker was discussed and Pete claimed he never watches WrestleMania or anything, or only watches WrestleMania these days. However, at the Glasgow show, during the Celtic Rangers shout-off, which I don't remember what I was doing. Do we do a Glasgow Rangers shout-off? You were, no, you we were wearing the dual you, shirt, Yeah, you? you were wearing a shirt that had um, half Rangers, half Celtic kit on. Oh, um, right, okay. We were worried about... I was basically thinking about exit routes for the yeah. whole show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there must have been some shout at some point and then yeah. we got given whiskey and then the rest is a blank so I'll say okay, myself okay. this is, this is my idea tra- I got the sleeper train back from Glasgow <laughs> yeah. uh, well uh, apparently that show I asked if anyone was a fan of uh, Shinsuke Nakamura the king of strong, strong style am I lying about my wrestling watching Double Life or is this part of your Jap- Japanese uh, fetish Pete no it's not so uh, have a bit of that uh, hello to uh, Rich who says hi chaps uh, given that there's been a lot of chat from other continents I thought I'd have a crack I work in New York City Ooh, showing off just emailing to show off I need to walk across Central Park in the morning to get to work. I've recently acquired a puppy, so I'm always on the lookout for other dog doppelgangers. When I finally find found one, I uh, obviously struck up a conversation with the pup's owner, who was none other than Roman Abramovich. Okay. Mm. A man of few words, but many grunts. Fearing I'd soon be accosted by burly Russian goons, I swiftly said my goodbyes and went off to work. What I would say is, that's clearly not him, Roman is it? You wouldn't get within a metre of him. What I'm saying, what I'm going to go further than that. What's his mm. name? Uh, Rich. Rich, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, he yeah, goes on, it didn't happen. Right. Well, he goes on to say, um, but it did get me thinking, was that dog his American dog, in inverted commas? Like, he's got a dog on every continent, yeah. a yeah, dog in sense. every port. Uh, how far... <laughs> yeah, me, can you, uh, can, I'll, I'll be, I'm looking to be in America next week, so can you please uh, mo- motivate the American dog? <laughs> yeah. to, uh, yeah. he'll, he'll need a walk. <laughs> Activate Agent Border Terrier. Yeah. Uh, how far does he travel with his dog, uh, and do dogs suffer from jet lag? Anybody know? Um, I have no idea. So, so they must do. Surely. What was the first question? Um, how far does he travel with his dog? Do you reckon? Right, I don't know that, but what I can answer is in the jet lag thing. Right. I've got two cats, as you guys know, Hercules mm. and Magnus. Can be official ramble cats if you want. When we put the cat, when we put the cats forward, when we put the clocks forward. <laughs> <laughs> don't put the cats I, forward, man. Thrust my cats forward. <laughs> yeah. When we put the clocks forward, they notably and very, very clearly wanted their. Um, food mm. at a different time mm. definite that's so mm. weird so definitely I mean it's hard to tell with jet lag with cats because they right. sleep all the time anyway yeah. Yeah, but I they definitely have a se- look if you take anything away from this show this yeah, week yeah, yeah. cats have a sense of time cats know they know cat they time. Do. it's so cat time I couldn't speak on dogs I mean Marcus you've got a dog so maybe mm. you could tell Winston well my parents do yeah, yeah Winston is he, what's he like is he, is he like a, the time mm. change well, I, th- I think, I think he, the, the fact that they just sort of sleep sporadically throughout the day I don't think mm. that's a problem but I think when if they were a bit peckish or yeah. they wanted to walk that might that you might have to go back into that routine yeah okay I know what you mean so who so knows who, who knows? knows is the answer uh, Jeff Holmes I've got a Dutch final one for now uh, hi guys my highlight of the week is definitely the newly crowned Masters champion Sergio Garcia announcing he wants to do the ceremonial kickoff for El Clasico later this month mm. it's not the fact that he wants to do it that gets me it's his public posturing Garcia a member and fervent uh, Real fan told uh, the radio station uh, doing the kickoff would be great to do it it would be beautiful I'm not available for the Champions League quarterfinals against Bayern <laughs> Munich the Bernabeu on April 18th but I'm available for Classico uh, and I will go and that. see it I've never had a phone sorry <laughs> who did you say you were again? Yeah. just roll back a bit you want to yeah. do what at, am I going to need a pen at some point I know Real will honour me because they are classy okay right so he's basically saying as Jeff admits hey fellas I know you want to get me in ASAP to do the kick and I'm not available for the Champions League so I will settle for El Clasico do they do a kick who knows yeah, this is yeah, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like throwing the baseball is it yeah, yeah. They but don't I, allow I, someone else to come and kick. I know the ball. Backwards. I think Ronaldinho did a, a kick once, but that might be in Mexico or something. I can't he quite just remember. Ran on, did it? Yeah. Sasha Church has done one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a sick. Yeah. <laughs> a ceremonial yeah, sick. Ceremonial sick. 
You get to take one set piece. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Like, in, do you remember when um, Great Britain had that hockey specialist? Yeah. Who could come on, the way the, the rules were in hockey. That's right. right. It's just field hockey for our American country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they would get this guy on, I forget his name. It might be Sean Curley. Maybe not. Anyway, okay. they get someone on. When they got a penalty corner... Mm. Um, mm. Or whatever, it, whatever penalty it corner. Yeah, yeah. Th- this guy would come on because he'd be a specialist in this discipline. Right, and then he'd go off again because right. there's rolling subs. Ah. Imagine if you could do that in football. Well, didn't they? Yeah, didn't they when people they get... like people like um, what's his name, Junior Pernambucano, would still be playing. Oh my <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pedro Mendes might still have uh, yeah. something to say. Well, he's still getting the Portsmouth team, <laughs> but he will not swallow his pride. <laughs> 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 Weren't they going to get um, David James and David Beckham to do kicks in NFL? He tried that. Yeah, I think David James idea wasn't it. No, David James was going to be a. No, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a quarterback, surely. It would have been... Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought he was a kicker, wasn't it? No, he's a punter. He's a kicker. Yeah. No, but was he, not, well, was he not catching the ball as well? Because obviously you've got to say Perrin. David James? No, no, he was just a kicker. So. Was it just a kicker? Yeah, was it? and, okay. and, and uh, a friend of mine I used to play football with, he lived in Germany for a while, and he tried out for a German uh, NFL team, essentially, mm-hmm. to be a kicker. Was it the Berlin Thunder? They would all, I don't know, actually, okay. I'm not sure. But they, they'd always... Um, those teams would always be scouting soccer to football today because yeah, yeah, yeah. those guys could strike the ball best you know what I mean and um, and David James definitely tried out for one I don't know if he stuck around for it right. but, oh, it, but right. it did happen yeah. I'd like to see Beckham could be a right, right curl on it yeah. no, well, he, he was, well he could sort of do it you know what I mean he, like, he's the, obviously the, he can boot a ball right, really mm. far the funny thing about NFL right is that I always get NFL wrong on this show I know and all the American people have a go at me I'm not an expert on it at all but sometimes when a team is, is chasing the game they score mm. then they have to kick it back to the other team so that normally what they'll do is yeah. they'll boot it as far as they can to get the territory, right? Yeah. But if they want the ball back quickly, yeah. they'll do what's called a, I think it's called an onside kick, where they'll mm. just do a little grubber. Yes, right. And mm. it has to go a certain amount of distance. Sorry, what's a grubber? It's like a little kick along the ground, right? Like to try and get the back. ball back. Yeah. And all the other players know, so they try and leap on the ball as quick as they can. But the technique is terrible. I reckon yeah. there's definitely a gap in the market for ex like pro right, okay, football yeah. players to actually do that. Surely like Andy Cole, just a little tap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little Although he, he might miss the ball five, four times and get on the Yeah, come on. There it is. He used to play for Manchester. United. Any more emails? Not very well. Get well soon, Andy Cole. Yeah, oh, is yeah. He not. Yeah. Oh, that's not nice. I think he's had a kidney replacement or something. Yeah, okay. Any more emails? No. Okay, grand. Um, but Pete, are there Cole. any more emails or not? <laughs> but if you want to get in touch, uh, show at the footballramble.com. They're in my bag up yours. Um, do you check again? So there's more <laughs> there might be one coming then. So how do they email to your bag? <laughs> that's, that's if you see Pete out and about, yeah. put a little note in his bag, yeah. and it may come out. Manchester United host Chelsea. This is the big mm. one. This is the fire rubber of the weekend. Pete Donaldson. Will Chelsea choke and let Spurs back into it? Uh, well, I'm just worried about rubbing my thighs at the moment because I'm wearing velour trousers. You are. Your own really decision. Hot, You've got hemp trousers on again. You always say they're hemp. I've never owned a hemp bit I have of a feel of them. They're quite velvety. I'm touching them now. Now yeah. the trousers of a pervert. <laughs> You're the one touching other man's trousers. Yeah, I was yeah. invited to. I know. I, to be fair, I told him to. Yeah. They're, they're not the trousers of a pervert because you would be able to see stains, wouldn't you? Oh, oh, Peter. Come oh, on. I'm just saying. As That's ever, Pete, with your God. trousers, the stains are on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly come and from your soul. outside trousers wardrobe. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, Mourinho would love to derail Chelsea's title. It, it wouldn't he just? Well, I mean, they, they haven't lost in absolutely ages. Well, it's almost I mean, certainly going to be a Georgia. I was about to say. Quite, yeah. That's, that's so what they're going to drop like. two points then? Is yeah. that what we're saying? I mean, that's great news for Spurs if they yeah. manage it, don't they? But it'd be a great chance for a, a bit of revenge for, for Mourinho, as, as, as you say, Marcus. He'd, he'd love that, wouldn't he? <laughs> I, I think, I think if, if Mourinho is going to approach this in his uh, textbook sort of tempestuous way mm. and the players follow suit, That'll be fantastic for the neutral. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you love to see? Would you? Would you love to see a last-minute Man United winner and old Jose be off down the touch on that Old Trafford yeah, for old time's sake? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like it annoys me because it's like if he sort of loses his nonsense and kind of goes, "Right, guys, we're gonna do this. You're gonna do. This. Why does he do that every match? Like, if I was a player, yeah. I'd be like, 
I'm not settling scores for you, mate. We should be doing this against Bournemouth when we'd be a lot higher up on the table. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Would you think it was a good move that he put Fellaini as captain? That got a bit of scrutiny. They got a lot of raised eyebrows. And Fellaini's got a lovely pair of eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Thick and bushy. How did he get the captain's armband over his hair? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? If it was a, it was a headband instead yeah. of an armband. Great, yeah. Um, that, 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 would, that would absolutely, one, I don't know what anyone says, that would 100% improve football. Yeah, I agree. If, if the captain's armband was a headband. Yeah, right, yeah. 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 It'd have would be to be cool. a headband. And like it would beyond... be massive, and captain would be in massive letters. I'd we're, enjoy that. We're not far away from it, because aren't some players, I think, possibly in Italy... Haven't they got like carte blanche now to have their own designs on the captain's arm? Oh, really? Is that right? That's quite cool. Yeah, it might not be a but it's definitely happening. Just Georgie Campos designed. Yeah, imagine that. (laughs) Imagine that. I'd be about six foot wide. (laughs) (laughs) And there's big talk that David de Gea might be off to Madrid in the summer. Yeah, that's a rumor that won't go away. That'd be a huge loss. It's been rumbling on. But then the the other rumor is that um, Manchester United are looking at Gianluigi Donnarumma, the very young uh, AC Milan goal. I'd hate that. I think he should stay at Milan for the Forever, next 40 season. years. For his whole season. Yeah. It would be nice, wouldn't it? For his whole career, sorry. For his whole career. Yeah, yeah. He'll be there for the whole season. Don't yeah. worry about that. The window's shut. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it would be a huge uh, loss as well. Um, Chelsea's um, Michi Beshoi was seen playing five-a-side with his, with his team, with, not his teammates, rather, his mates. With his tea. <laughs> with his, he was that relaxed about Stop the whole thing. Stop sausages. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a Galatasaray shirt, which people made a big deal of, and I thought, well, that could have been a lot worse, really, yeah. couldn't it? Uh, uh, so, so he's playing five aside just with his mates. Yeah, um, I'm not. Sh- should he be doing that? I don't think. Probably so. not. But the man's got to get a game somewhere. I was going to say. <laughs> but I, I love the fact that um, here's a guy who's apparently worth 33 million. That's what he moved for from Marseille. Is he very easy to forget that, by the way? Yeah. Um, and and still playing with his mates. You think he would be running rings around them? But then I suppose he's not. Maybe putting 100. I wouldn't. Into I wouldn't it. be surprised if he was the source of all the Diego Costa rumours since January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you ever see Zidane playing futsal or five aside? It was just incredible. Well, of course, of course. it was. I know he's incredible, but just seeing it at that close quarters and yeah. that quick and. Uh, that it's such a small space. Remember, the, remember when he, he absolutely mugged off that young Real Madrid goalkeeper in that training? Yeah, session, it's fantastic. Where yeah. he dummies it and the guy goes one way, and then he dummies it again. The, the lad is like <laughs> leaping around. You know, he's going, how many times do I have to do this? <laughs> yeah. it's a great, it's a Stop making me a meme. It's a, gra- a great YouTube video of him in indoors playing father side yeah, yeah. with some kids and stuff as well which is amazing but you know Bashway I think has a, has made 16 Premier League appearances this season mm, yeah. which is maybe one or two more than people expect yeah. I, I know a lot of them have been late on and I appreciate that and mm. he's not really been used an awful lot um, but you know, he's still fairly young and you know, it might, mm. might all be ahead of him at Chelsea. It's an odd come and get me play, isn't it, to just start wearing the shirt of the team you apparently yeah. want to go to. I, yeah, I don't know about Galatasaray. I mean, yeah. They've always got <laughs> money. They've always got they money do, Turkey. actually, but you've got the big three in Turkey who are often <laughs> willing to splash the cash. And Istanbul's you, a great city, but listen, I think he won't be wanting to, to go there just but yet. But Pete, if you're 23 years old yeah. and you've recently been the subject of a £33 million yeah. move and you end up at Galatasaray, with all due respect to them, because they're yeah. a big club, Who doesn't like a kebab? That is... Again, that's a little bit racist. Oh, a little bit racist. I, You'd move to Turkey for the food, wouldn't you? I, I do love Turkish food. Yeah, but right. not, you, not you can get that in, <laughs> in <laughs> plenty of that. Can you? Have you got Where any more emails? <laughs> <laughs> Are they about food? I'm hungry. All I was going to say was, if, if in the last eighteen months you've been the subject in a thirty-three million pound move, <laughs> and eighteen months on you end up at Galatasaray, yeah, that is a failure. <laughs> is, he, is he really twenty-three? I thought I he was think, younger than that. No, I think he's twenty-three now. Yeah. He's right. in his early 20s, yeah. yeah. How about this, Peter? Michael Carrick has said he used to dream of playing for Newcastle United. So did I. Uh, <laughs> you still do. So I still do. <laughs> but he said that opportunity has passed now. Or I he's see. had therapy and he doesn't dream about that anymore. <laughs> I mean, is that that his career has 
got so big that he can't possibly think about darkening St. Jesus Park's doors. He's, he's outgrown his dream. <laughs> he has, yeah. He's, too he's big achieved more. Yeah. What he actually said was, I used to dream of playing for Newcastle United, but, I mean, I achieved a lot more than that. So I'm <laughs> yeah. really happy. I, I, I sort of... The thing is, the situation Michael Carrick's in, it's not completely beyond the realms of possibility that Mourinho wants to move him on yeah. if because he's you know he's getting on a bit. I think he's a great player, but if he did, it wouldn't be yeah. a huge surprise. Mm. Newcastle would be perfect fit for them. They're going to win the Premier League next season. Next season, yeah. it's almost like the Carrick doesn't want to step down to that level. At <laughs> that level, Oi, last time I, someone did that, it was Nicky Butt. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon he could replace Vernon Anita. Have you have you ever you've played you've kicked a ball around at Wembley, haven't you? Yes. Have you ever played at St James's? No. Would you, want, would you want to put, come and get me, please? I would yeah. very much like to play at St. James. <laughs> Should we do your testimonial there? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> well, when I leave the Ramble, I'll be honest with you. You'd love it if Carrick went and played for Newcastle, surely. I, I think he's a canny player, but I mean, he's always been a canny player, hasn't he? Yeah. A canny player. Yeah, I think he's very underappreciated. Well, clearly, with regards to Newcastle, he's got a canny do attitude. It's just a bit of a. I think it's just a, uh, a journalist <clears> going, what, Newcastle? Like, really? Yeah, like Berbatov is a fan of Newcastle. It's really, I'd just like to assemble a team of um, footballers who actually support Newcastle United. Yeah, but, uh, Imagine blaming, what we might have. Last time you had one of them as a manager, you got relegated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're blaming the journalist. That's what Carrick said. Yeah. yeah. Well then, well, maybe Newcastle Mark were trying to get him. Mark is taking out of context. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Maybe Newcastle are trying to get him, and he's just going, "Look, I'm putting this to bed. I'm just, I'm just publicly <laughs> no, or, or saying or this is never happening." Or maybe the full quote was, "I used to dream of playing for Newcastle United, <laughs> but that opportunity has passed now. What a shame!" <laughs> <laughs> a bow, a hoe. Yeah. Um, this opportunity has passed for them. Yeah. <laughs> some some people are living their dream, and Marcus Rashford is one of them. He posted yeah. on Instagram a photo of uh, of something that he wrote as an eleven year old at school entitled "Future and Aims," and it's heartwarming. It really is. Yeah. I've not seen. Do give it a do give it a read. In the, it <laughs> finishes with this: I have only one aim in life, and that is to be a professional footballer, and hopefully at Manchester United. Eleven-year-old Marcus Rashford. That's go. lovely. Yeah, he will need to do some more um, future and aims when he finishes playing football. It's a <laughs> yeah. short career, yeah. but let's cross yeah. that bridge. Can I interest him in Newcastle United? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think the eleven-year-old Marcus Rashford said about that. I've outgrown that now. <laughs> I think if he took a couple of decisions wrong, Marcus Rashford, his his, his career might have loan moved to Newcastle written yeah, all over. Yeah. <laughs> It's always a danger. It's always a danger. That is, that is pretty much the plot to the uh, last FIFA game. Yeah. You got loaned out and you had the choice of either Villa or Newcastle, I think. What about Goal? The film Goal? Has that got something to do with that? Well, he started his career there, didn't he? Okay, right. Um, Santiago <laughs> Munez. I don't think it's got anything to do with it. Yeah, it's it's just nice to talk about it as often funny, as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, speaking of uh, Aston Villa, did you see uh, Dr. Tony Gere on Twitter? He said, I saw uh, him tweet something, but I didn't really get what he was saying. Well, he, he, he quoted somebody else. I think somebody said, it was a bit Brendan Rogers. you know, you've been great and a breath of fresh right. air and all this kind of stuff. Whatever it was, it was in that vein. And he uh, quoted it and replied, it's too early for this praise. You know, <laughs> let's wait. Hard work needs to be done. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You I could have just ignored it. I don't take yeah. praise very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, going back to the United-Chelsea game, United at 8-5 to five with Bet365 here to try and scupper Chelsea's Ooh. title bid. So £10 on that will return £26, including the stake. Uh, should there be a home win? Great work on stake there, Lee. It's going to be a one-all draw. It's <laughs> yeah, one yeah. Draw, well, you know what? I'm still thinking about stake. <laughs> yeah. draw. I think Spurs would take a one-all draw, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd be happy with that. Yeah. United are without a win in eight against Chelsea, which is the longest winless run they've they've ever had against the team in the Premier League. So. Do, you th- do you think that's oh. going to have any bearing on the match, Jim? Well, based on the form, because United draw a lot at home, don't they? I, they I, do. I really, I could see it being a draw. I really could, could see it being a draw, yeah. as Luke said as well. Middlesbrough host Arsenal. This is a tough one to call, and I think that's got draw written on it. Who knows? No, they'll bounce back. They'll absolutely hammer Middlesbrough. I think do I think? really do think that. Do yeah. you? Yeah, it's going to You know what? Some, just... Someone didn't watch Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to see Sad Ranieri. No, yeah. Yeah, Were on. you annoyed with Jamie Carragher sticking the boot into Arsenal? 
No, Someone was a very high profile broadcaster one. <laughs> yeah, yours, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But you sure it's so funny. As an Arsenal fan, you, you cannot have been annoyed with what Carrie was saying there. Oh, of course not. Because no, he's, 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 all he's doing is expressing the frustrations that we all feel ourselves. I know, I know him and I are a really, really good mate, but <laughs> it's, it's difficult for me to be objective. Yeah, of yeah, course. He's always fair. He's like scrupulous. Yeah, absolutely. Fair, that's, yeah. that's what makes him a good pundit, isn't he? Yeah. I think the problem Arsenal have at the moment is, and Chelsea had this last season, we've seen it before with Man United under Moyes as well, it's obviously slightly different situations, but when there's a, you know, a, in quotes, a big team who are having a rough time all the other teams smell blood and they up their game because even if they're playing a team that are in very bad form it's a win to hang your hat on isn't it so yeah. it, it just it exacerbates the problem if your confidence is already low and that's that's the problem Arsenal have going into every single game like between now and the end of the season really I think strong like robust teams of, 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 of robust <coughs> individuals have this sort of wounded tiger mentality about them when they yeah. get beat mm. they hate getting beat mm. and so I think sometimes teams can be wary of that but I think in Arsenal's case more recently teams as you say just smell blood they just yeah. think well, we can get yeah. amongst it here we really can get amongst it. Do you, do you hear what Neil Warnock said yesterday? No. Neil Warnock said, um, my defenders at Cardiff City are ten times better than the Arsenal defenders. Just leak. Stay out of it, Neil. <laughs> Stay out Shut up. <laughs> Stick in the boot in. From it. miles away. As many as ten. <laughs> as many as ten times would you, better. Would you not half that at least? No. Yeah. no. And I love Arsenal. Maybe that's it. He's just trying to get a John Cross yeah. again. Yeah, he was. Getting, it's a thinly veiled dig at John yeah. Cross. Very I do think it's time that I mean I don't want to get too serious about it because it's yeah it's always always all over the press but um, I think it's about time the board showed a bit of leadership for Wenger there I mean because Wenger's just being hung out to dry and left yeah. to fight all his yeah. own battles well you know? as I've been saying for years now it, it, the board are are ridiculous and the board needs to change as much as the management but they, they are the real problem because Stan Croker is happy to just take money out of the club use it as a, effectively an investment vehicle which is what he does with his other sports franchises as well and that's the problem they've, they've been completely silent like they they very very rarely speak at all and it's you know to be so quiet now uh, is, is really telling isn't it they just I just think they don't care and yeah but whatever they say now is going to sound like a vote of confidence isn't it that's fair point yeah it's, it's well but point, still they could say something rather than nothing which you, is what their, their current sort of would you say something I'm giving up on you <laughs> would you want Usmanov to be the majority shareholder because he apparently he's a big Arsenal fan and he and he is very vocal he's a bit I more vocal know. I really don't know I, I don't know enough about the man Do to Arsenal, be honest you know we hear a lot of things about him but I don't know what he would Usmanov actually like so I can't really <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. There's um, been a link with Mark Overmars coming in as a, a director of football, yep. which would be interesting because um, Wenger obviously pretty much does everything himself. So I wonder if that actually is the club laying foundas- foundations for a different structure in the future. Because part of the problem is he's so overworked. He's in the modern game. He's doing about ten people's jobs. So replacing him is <laughs> is bringing is bringing in more than just well, a manager. Delegate then. That's what Ferguson did all the but, time. Exactly. But that, but that's what I mean. Like he doesn't have those people around. So maybe Overmars coming in is an idea of that. Also, something that Arsenal do quite a lot when things are bad is they. They link sort of an ex sort of legend yeah. to the club, and then sort of um, maybe wait until just after the season tickets have been renewed to announce something uh, all people do doesn't want to hear. Perhaps well, maybe the signing of a new two-year deal. Some people, Who knows? Yeah. some people saying Arsenal need to kick up the arse. Yep. Tony Adams has said he'll give Granada players a kick well, up the Marcus, I was just about to say. Now. Someone's making a step towards the Arsenal <laughs> job. A very important first step on the, on the long journey back to, uh, back to Arsenal. T- big Tony Adams. Yeah, absolutely. I should think so. I should uh, think big, so. Big Tony Adams did his first press conference as Granada jo- uh, yep. boss, who, which we covered, I believe we covered earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah. We? yeah. And um, the thing that made me laugh about it, well, well the thing that really made me laugh about it, I'll come on to the minute, but one of the things he did in the press conference, right? He knew he's doing a press conference in like twenty four hours, mm. okay? 
Um, even if you have to just write it down yeah. or get someone to phonetically spell it out for you on a piece of paper, at least do some of it in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's not a hard language to read. Like, 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 or yeah. dos tres. Yeah, but at least he tried. <laughs> uh, Joe Hart yeah. did it at Torino. Yeah. Joe Hart sat down there and said, this is going to be terrible. I don't speak Italian, but I really wanted to let you know how happy I am to be here. Yeah. And did a bit in Italian. Everyone mm. laughed. And, and the journalist absolutely loved it. He's yeah. endearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People think, oh, what a, what a nice guy. Mm. How can you be so arrogant to go to another country mm. Walk into a job in the top flight, seven games left to save their season, and not even make any motion towards making an effort to speak mm. the language. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, to be I'm fair gonna, to Tony I'm Adams, gonna, I'm going to kick the players' asses. Yeah, but he speaks English <laughs> like it's his second language. Fair, so, that uh, is fair. Uh, Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I, I mean, <laughs> the, the best thing about it was, of course, um, the first thing he did was get Kieran Richardson and Nigel Rio Coker in on trial. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Didn't know that. She was making the face like he didn't yeah. know that. It's not getting the band back together, it's creating a super group. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Um, but Jimmy, the, <laughs> the, the photos came out of him taking his first training session today, and I think people were like, hang on a minute. Is that Nigel Rio Coker? <laughs> Amazing. Kieran Richardson, last seen at um, Cardiff, released, there, released from the Cardiff last year. Nigel Rio Coker left Montreal Impact by mutual consent a year ago. No, oh, I think, was it a year? Yeah. I thought it was in January, maybe, yeah. was he? I think it was a year ago, yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Well, listen, yeah, either no, way, yeah, I think you might. I either way, right. he's left MLS yeah. by mutual consent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that is not going in the correction and clarification yeah. next week yeah. <laughs> when he got dumped. Tony Adams has looked at Nigel Rio Coker and thought, this is the man <laughs> to maintain our La Liga status. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's incredible. Mid- mid- when Middlesbrough have, have re-signed Luke Armstrong from uh, Blythe Spartans, who they released in two- 2014. Is he the man to save their season? I quite like this story because it's almost like, what, on one hand, it's like, we made a bit of a mistake there. He's proved himself to be a good player. We'll and take another chance. 23 goals. That's a nice story. 23 yeah. goals, you say. In the Northern Prem. The second, the second good thing about it is they've, they've thought... Yeah, I mean, we'll take anyone. <laughs> yeah. We'll take anyone. Just anybody we can. Has he scored goals? 23 of them. <laughs> no, don't worry about the lead. Wait, 23. If we, we buy him, do we get those? Yeah. <laughs> we, we were made promises about Alvaro and the Grado yeah. which were not kept. Much <laughs> <Locks> damaged. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Armstrong's dad manages Spartans who are on their way up to the, um, the National League North next season. Um, so, uh, but they've got a pre-season uh, friendly with Middlesbrough in the summer. The part of the deal. Yeah, well, ahead, of, ahead of that. Uh, uh, while you're right, Marcus, most of the players are indeed thinking about pre-season in the summer. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Middlesbrough have still got a game against Arsenal to play this weekend. They're a big six to one to beat them. So ten pound uh, with bet three six five will return seventy pound including the stake. If that happens, hold on to your hats. Yep. Get on the internet as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, with apologies to you, Jim. Enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. In the words, in the words of, um, in the words of Graham Taylor, when he uh, took over the England job, uh, put your feet up in front of the telly and have a good time. <laughs> great stuff. The late great Graham Taylor. Um, Luke, what's our bet of the week? Well, our bet of the week is um, record-breaking listener Jack K, yeah. aka JK, who Marcus Marcus monikered him last. Uh, <laughs> Last last time out, has has come back with another bet of the week for his third in a row. Worth remembering that Jack has raised uh, two hundred and sixty pounds mm. for Prostate Cancer UK so far. Well done, Jackie. So K. with you here, JK. He's gone for actually. Do you know what? Should I just read his email? Yeah, yeah. Finally, just just, just written an email. Uh, didn't make it in the peaks email section. But that's fine. Or his bag. Got a separate. No. Um, he says once again, "Hello, Ramblers." Well, what a weekend that was. Not only did I get to toast my brother's upcoming nuptials in a trip where only dignity and two phones were left behind, but then the mighty boys in white brought home the bacon. Of course, he had Spurs minus one mm. to beat Watford. And he says, "Now that's enough self gratification." So on to the business end of the email. The bet of the week. My bet of the week this week is slightly more adventurous, which will almost certainly be my own downfall. Mm. This <laughs> week is at both teams to score treble for. Listen to this: Crystal Palace versus Leicester. 
Everton versus Burnley and Southampton versus Man City. I mean, he's back Burnley to score a goal away yeah. at Everton. Um, that's, says, that's hubris. Yeah, he says the hot seat is warming up, but hopefully we're just getting started. If this is my last correspondence with you chaps, I want to say it's been a pleasure. Can't regard <laughs> so, I like this guy. He's like a man in the field. Yeah, that's right. So essentially, yeah. Palace v Leicester, Everton v Burnley and Southampton v Man City. All those teams need to score for this bet to come in. It's currently 5.52 to 1 with Bet365. So our £50 will return £326, including stake, with all proceeds, of course, going to Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, you must be over the age of 18 to gamble. And for more information, go to gamblerware.co.uk. Um, like I say, £260 so far for Prostate Cancer UK from Jack. We're with you this time, Jack. That's our bet of the week. Look out for goals in those three games. Lovely old job. And, and can we look ahead to the weekend very quickly before we have to leave? We can. Looking ahead to the weekend, Marcus, I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up, so I'm going to give you a nudge. Yeah. Uh, Juan Saber Varon came out of retirement yeah. at the age mm. of 42 to play for Estudiantes he did um, they lost 2-0 oh. um, the only highlight anyone could find online was him doing like an ill-advised volley <laughs> from about 40 yards out which went straight to the keeper Fantastic. on target yeah, yeah. But he's having a lovely time. Yeah. And let's be honest, that's the main thing. Exactly. It's an individual sport at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've also got something to point out here. Portsmouth are playing Plymouth this weekend. And if you guys will indulge me in a bit of a, a, a bit of Portsmouth chat. Um, everyone, for some reason, people go, oh, it's a derby, it's a dockyard derby. I thought I'd give you a list of teams that are closer to Portsmouth yeah. than Plymouth. Um, Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Ipswich. All right. Leicester. Yeah. Uh, Cardiff. Mm-hmm. Cannes. And the half. All right, nice. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is good. Yeah, um, so it's club. not it's not really a derby, but they are indeed playing. It was top of the table clash. But anyway, let's get to the, what the listeners have said. Uh, Kevin Crowe says, "I'm looking forward to the slow car crash that is Arsenal." Sorry again, Jim. I can't look away. I know Luke has been hard on Jim all season. Is that fair? He says, "But honestly, that the manager's future is uncertain." Mamadou Saka was doing back heels near his own box in the 90th minute on Monday night. <laughs> the social media, the social media team at Arsenal have misspelled Silvino's name on his own birthday. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Hashtag Pete in. <laughs> so Wenger's doing all of it Wenger's doing those <laughs> yeah, tweets this is, is the problem yeah. it's finally been too much the listeners want Pete to be the next Arsenal manager yeah I'd take I'd that for that. a season yeah Put what? the put the uh, put the statue in first, and then I'll talk. What, what you want the statue? Right, this is you why you don't get job. jobs. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, is that? I mean, is that? Is that Saw really... Adams's head off and put my head on. Yeah, that won't be a popular move. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it myself. You can be the first person that ever be fired before you even take charge of a game. Jebediah yeah. Springfield. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike Rice, looking forward to Brighton looking to seal promotion. So we have Southampton, Brighton, and Bournemouth in the Premier League, the mighty South Coast. I don't think anyone is missing. No, <laughs> very nice, Mike. Nah. Um, and uh, what have we got here? Oh yeah, uh, this is well. This is an email I was going to read out, but Pete read it out and said so um, about your wrestling double life. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I was thinking about when you actually read it out earlier, and I, I realised I don't really understand anything about it, so I'm not going to read it again. Obviously, um, we'll finish with Lee Curtis saying the unfamous dockyard derby under the Friday night lights. Sports with VR Gal, second v third. Let Marcus know football might happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it will. It, well, it, it, despite yeah. of those two sides, football should yeah. happen. A yes. version of football will happen. Yeah, it, mm. quite. And if you've got anything other planned, anything else planned on a Friday night ahead of watching that, you're an idiot. You're an absolute yeah. joke of a yeah. human being. Seriously, put your feet up in front of the telly. And have a good time. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to uh, the Football Ramble Preview, sponsored by Bet Three Six Five. We'll be back, of course, next week with the uh, with the Football Ramble on uh, on Monday and oh no, Tuesday, yeah, the later date, Tuesday. Another bank holiday. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, we holiday. we deserve a little break as well. <laughs> no, we don't. So you just died for us too. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. now you're talking. Yeah. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. Bye for me.